us are therapists, but we feel like we need it. This podcast is like our group therapy. You, me, and listener, come sit down on the couch. As we talk about writing, storytelling, reading, and publishing. Nailed it. <laughs> God, we need to like both be actually reading from the same script. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be a better <laughs> Couple of heroes right here. So hi, Kate. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm... You know, like 10 minutes uh, less good than, I don't know. I know. We lost 10 minutes of recording, listener. Yes. I feel like, you know, we have been lucky enough that that hasn't happened before. Like At least for a whole episode. Okay, well, so there was a moment where I messaged you and I said, I don't know if I could do podcast because I just deleted three episodes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Did that give you a fun little heart attack, too? Um... No, just a huge sympathy for you. Like, a really big sympathy for <laughs> you. Because you're like, you know, you're going to redo it. <laughs> I know. I you know you're going to redo it. I didn't realize, I don't know if I can do podcasts, meant, like, I don't know if I can do podcasts, period. I thought that was, like, I don't know if I can do podcasts right now. Like, I might need to take a break sort of thing. <laughs> I didn't realize that was, like, I, I would have been more panicked had I known your context. So. Oh, no. I was, like, having a weird little, Ugh. God, this is why I, you know, don't do. Mm -hmm. I've lost all my film school teaching. I clearly don't even know how to edit because I didn't do this function correctly. And oh. Adobe, Adobe Premiere is stupid. And then anyone who heard me say Premiere is going to be like, what? Why are you using that to edit? <laughs> Except for me, who is like, oh, <laughs> like, I Adobe. <laughs> like, I have no idea. I might have. I think I have Adobe on my on my computer. I would imagine so. I would be surprised. It's a uh, you got to pay like thirty. No, it's it's increased. It's a subscription per month kind of thing. Okay, I probably don't have Adobe then. So. <laughs> like a lot of people go to extreme lengths to find ways to not have to use the Adobe suite. Uh -huh. They're, they've been, they started out like having a lot of really great products mm -hmm. that just are so good to create on, but then they kind of changed their, their model. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, when I first got Adobe, I, I got a tablet, kind of like a cheap tablet yeah. and Adobe was the free software that came with it. Or like you got a copy of it with the tablet mm -hmm. and I used that for 10 years and then way longer than I was supposed to. Mm. But Adobe's like, no, you have to pay on a monthly basis. And you know, you have to have a specific plan, you know, the way that every all the software is going. Yeah, exactly. Dude, if I don't even want to say it out loud, because none of us need that. But if Scrivener ever decided to not make it a one time purchase, that would be a big blow. Oh, that would be a big I didn't realize blow. they weren't. Oh, yeah, it's a one time purchase. She that's why I wasn't bothering with it, because, like... I am not endorsed by Scrivener, but they should pay me. <laughs> Any chance I can talk wonderfully things, like, about them. Like, I am mm. so not tech-savvy. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be... I'm not going to embarrass myself, right? But, like, I am mm -hmm. not tech-savvy. And Scrivener just makes so much sense. It is so intuitive. I mean, it's so convenient. Like, okay, so you have, like, your whole program, Right. You have a chapter, and then you realize, mm -hmm. oh, that chapter would be better if I put it two or three chapters ahead. Can we just pull that pro that like chapter? You just pull it up to where you want it. No copy and pasting. You just move it, mm -hmm. and like that's so convenient. You can do to that me. in Word, but 
You can what? You can do that in Word, but you have to know how to do it. Yeah, no, I Word is not as intuitive to me. Okay, okay. It's not nearly. And like storyboarding and stuff like that, the like the way Scrivener makes it possible for me to edit as well is really good for me. One-time purchase and I love them. One time I accidentally deleted Word off my computer Oops. because I was trying to make space. Mm-hmm. And and so I downloaded a free version because I wasn't going to pay for Word. Free software, which was called LibreOffice, which okay. does pretty much... It, it's, it's a Word lookalike. Okay. But it's like... You can tell it's kind of a downgrade because it doesn't know the it doesn't know English grammar as well. Gotcha. And its spell check kind of isn't great, and it's got some weird like you'll format something this way, and then the formatting will just randomly change on you. Uh huh. And it just can't hold that like multiple formatting decisions in its head. I don't know. I don't want to dunk on LibreOffice. Yeah, it, it works. It's fine. It's serviceable. Yeah. You just, you know, have some little headaches with it. Yeah, it's been so long since I, I guess it's been like five years that I've been working with Scrivener that like, so yeah, it's definitely where I feel most confident and like my style has adapted really well to that program. Yeah. So, no, I get yeah. you. Every, every time NaNoWriMo comes around, uh-huh. I'm like, and you know, they have that whole try Scrivener for the first time for free, for a month for free. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... That, I guess that's where I got into my head that it's like some Monthly. months aren't free, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I think it was only like, it wasn't even that expensive. Oh, okay. I can't remember how much it was because it was five years ago. And I think I bought it because I got the 50% off thing from, they had a coupon that if you got the 50,000 words in for mm-hmm. uh, Nano, you would get the the 50% off on the Scrivener program. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> So we were going to talk about like the FOMO. Well, we did talk about and we're going to we talk about it again. We did talk a little bit about FOMO. Yeah. Maybe we'll be a little more organized this time. Maybe. I mean, you would hope it's like a take two and we get to like do revisions, but I always feel like we're better the first time. Well, so I think like this past year, at least there's been kind of a timeline. You know, you got into mm-hmm. your anthology and I was like, oh my God, I want to be there. Mm-hmm. Then... <laughs> And then you were talking about when I released Love, Laugh, Lich. Which is not Love, uh, Laugh, La- Lich. It's Love, Laugh, Lich. So, we, so in case we anyone else was your, concerned. We had like a minor epiphany. Yeah, where I realized that her <laughs> name's that. not Kathy, it's Kate. Oh, yeah. Been waiting on that one for a while. <laughs> uh, but yeah, when you released that, I definitely was like, I want something. In, I want to put something out. Like, like. Kate just put it out. She didn't wait like six months and make sure that like she had three things to go with it. Like she just, she just did it, you know? And so it's made me very much like, I want to just do it. Like, I don't want to, I want to just put something, I want to put something out. I want people to be able to read. Well, so my putting it out process was definitely just kind of like, can I scoot this off my desk? (laughs) (laughs) There wasn't... It's like a cat patting it off. Yeah, it's like, can I get out, get out of here? Which is not to say I don't, I don't appreciate, like. You love it. You know, you, Mm -hmm. you love your stories. Like they're all precious little children, but it's also like, can you, can you go? (laughs) Can you go? I feel like you have uh, matured to the level where you can just fly. Okay, so just go. (laughs) It's like, I feel like you should be better than this. (laughs) 
when I say this, I mean, like, the release process was very scattered and very minimal. Mm-hmm. You know, I did, I think, the bare minimum because I was like, you know, what? it's not going to be perfect. And if I tear my hair out trying to make it perfect, and then it's not going to be... There's no way that, you know, your first novella that mm-hmm. you have no advertising for is going to be any kind of a hit, you know? Yeah. It's just not. Yeah. And I didn't, like, I, like, I think if you put a lot of effort into it and then you're you're not getting the returns on that effort, then you're going to be really upset with it. And sometimes you got to recognize that no matter how much effort you put into this, only so much of it is going to come back. Yeah. Just because of the circumstances of this is the first. Mm -hmm. Like the cost to good sort of thing. Like um, this will only have so much value because it's a novella, because, you know, this is my first, because I haven't reached a broader audience through, you know, my network reach, right? Yeah, it's like, I don't have an audience yet. Yes. I, I need to build that, and, and I this don't is, have a... Well, and this is frankly you know, a part of building that, is like, hopefully yeah, I get step one. more readers, hopefully I get more follows, and like, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, step one. There's no hitting home runs on step one, and you have to like, really come to terms with that, I feel like. Well, and like, we say there's no, but then of course there's the outliers. I'm sure there's somebody. Well, like... Don't count on it. <laughs> Yeah, don't count on it. No, 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 no. But, like, um, I don't know a bunch about Colleen Hoover, but I do know, like, she did a TikTok about putting out her first book. She self-published it. And um, she didn't have a professional editor. She just did her best because she was didn't have, like, the funds to have that. She made her own cover. And it ended up, like, being a bestseller. <laughs> like, And it's just one of those totally, you know, serendipitous moments where I'm sure she put out the right book at the right time. She is an outstanding writer. You know, she was able to shine. And so, yeah, there are people that, like, that will happen. But like you said, like, don't count on it. Like, be be prepared to to just put it out and just keep building just to continue being a little little worker ramp. Yeah. I think if you tell yourself you're going to be a smash hit the first step out of the door, that then... would be so disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now we're really getting into the therapy part. <laughs> this is something I've actually talked about in therapy. So like I've been doing my job hunt mm-hmm. and you know, I finally got a job today. Congratulations. Yeah, you you were instrumental in that. Aww. But the thing was because of the process, you know, through all the jobs that I've applied to, mm-hmm. you know, There was one I got really excited about and then they really dragged the process out Mm. and then they said, actually, we're not going to hire anyone and we're just going to make someone else who works here do some really shitty Photoshop. Mm hmm. And I was like, oh, so you don't want the 10 things that I made for you that you asked me to make for you? I think that was 10 things. That is so unreasonable. Like, God, like if you can't get a sense of like my aesthetic and if it'll serve you by three things like 10 is such an overreach yeah and like that's actually something i really like the place that i i got the job at today and signed the paperwork and everything uh the thing that i really liked about the way they gave me their test was they talked about this is kind of the process of everything you'll be doing here and it's taking a product from the first stage of the marketing process to the last stage of it Mm -hmm. creating all the content that you need for it sweet And, you know, I felt so confident in every step of that process. That's awesome. But anyway, so this is not, we're we're going off topic into the positive stuff for once. (laughs) Oh, look at us go. (laughs) Little rays of sunshine. But so like, oh God, am I losing my train of thought? 
Yes, I am. Okay. We were talking about, oh, you said in therapy. In therapy, yeah. Talking about, you know, kind of like forcing yourself, like forcing your own expectations up and down. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like when you have anxiety and like if you have anxiety, Mm -hmm. you're prone to coming up with the worst of it. It's, oh God, I'm not gonna, I'm just not gonna get this. It's all gonna be the worst outcome mm-hmm. situation and I'm just gonna imagine how terrible it could possibly be but I think there's also and like obviously that's unhealthy no but you like, really want to try to stop yourself from doing that if you can and find methods to make yourself move think you turn your train of thought around mm-hmm. go in other directions think about literally anything else just turn the channel yeah mm-hmm. god I get that in the middle of the night where it's like oh god there's a serial killer outside <laughs> I know it I know it I know it the only way I can make myself stop thinking about this is, is if I play t- Tetris for like an hour that sounds exhausting I know I hate it that sounds really yeah that sounds really challenging my thing is just like I'll catch myself like in thoughts what would be considered invasive thoughts I think mm-hmm. yeah um I'll be able to catch myself in them and like, okay, that's where you're at right now. And like, yeah, change the channel, take some deep breaths, think about like, why am I considering this? Like, where is the root? Um, yeah. And you need someone sometimes to like really ground you in reality. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And be like, this is unrealistic. And your brain is telling you that this is an outcome that is realistic when it's like the world cracks in half. Like, yeah. that's what you're thinking about. <laughs> Well, and, like, if Andrew is awake, I can be like, hey, this is where my head's at. Will you just start talking about something? That really helps. But my anxiety manifests in a very, in its own way, where instead of thinking, like, this is the worst thing that could happen, I think, like, this is what will likely happen. Like, it's totally middle of the road. I probably will have a couple readers. I'll get some reviews. And it's going to be totally fine cool great it would be really cool if i went in the other direction and everything like flew but that's so unlikely right well so you're kind of talking about something that's like an actual technique that therapists do recommend and have recommended to to like set your expectations at what is most realistic your brain's already taken you down this road of worst possible outcome and then you have to sort of force yourself in the other direction and say Mm -hmm. okay well what's the best possible outcome and then you kind of have to find the exact middle middle. and say well this is what's realistic Mm -hmm. which is maybe some people won't like it maybe some people will people a few people will read it. Maybe it's not as many as I want, but mm-hmm. probably more than I expect. Well, and then, you know, they always say, like, no, like, like, find a very attainable, like, level of success that you could expect. So that when things are normal and they go normally, like, what, what moments of success can you pull from sort of thing to keep you going? Yeah. I just have such a hard time with anything but positive affirmation like it is it is like honestly it's like embarrassing (laughs) like how much like and it's like if i'm face to face with you and you give me a critique on my writing right if you give me a critique Mm -hmm. on a story like i'm good i've got that cool great i can totally take that and process it awesome it's like some stranger making like a disparaging comment that literally hasn't happened but like i have to keep myself from being like that would just paralyze me with if I let myself continue to think about that, that would keep me held back. Yeah. And like, I know 
it's going to happen. My favorite books have one-star reviews where people say terribly mean things that might honestly be rooted in truth, but that it didn't work for them. Like the things they don't yeah. like about it, I love about it. And I just have such a hard time with that. I think that's why I don't like voicing strong opinions in general. I don't I don't know how people like cuz I will do a review on a book, but I will not rate a book hmm. right like i'll be like this is what i enjoyed about it go for it <laughs> like, that's it <laughs> or like this was my reading experience with it but i will not i don't like like five star review like i don't like rating things because it's such i just don't feel like it's fair right because for me like five star is perfect right so yeah. like how could i ever give a five star for anything that didn't change my effing like. Yeah, no, five star is like, I feel like you want it to be reserved for the things that are like so beautiful that it re legitimately touches you and you think it's just literally perfect. Yeah, but that's you and me, right? Not everybody has that same like definition of what a five star rating is. Also, I want five star ratings and I, yeah, <laughs> I, I just, you know, like I hope everyone isn't as critical as I am. <laughs> Like, God, what a world it would be. What a world it would be. God, I think it's because, like, the things that are so, 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 so good, mm -hmm. you kind of want them to have their own pedestal. Yeah. And there's really nothing above five stars. Yeah. Yeah. So their pedestal, and I want to have the same pedestal. I know. Like, you want to be on that pedestal I of want, perfection. Oh, and then... I want to believe that I could step on that pedestal. But again, it's a sliding scale. So, like, what I'm mm. going to write isn't going to be a five star for someone else, right? Like, there are plenty yeah. of people that would read my books and be like, yeah, absolutely. This was beautiful. It touched my heart. I felt all the feelings, right? But... And then other people who are like, it wasn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. You and I have a book that everyone raves about. Everyone is so excited about this book. And you and I are both like, that is so meh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, I know what you're talking yeah. about. And if you want to know, listener... <laughs> If you want to know what book we want to dunk on, God, I need to stop saying dunk on every single podcast, but like, I really, that's my politest way to put it. Every time you say dunk, I want to go swish. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but net. Nothing but net. <laughs> Just so not a dunk. But... Oh, okay. I don't look, I don't know basketball. That's so funny because I almost said that's baseball. Like, Oh my God. Dunks are definitely basketball. They're so I basketball. Say. Oh, they're so basketball. And nets are basketball. Yeah, because that's too, where right? that's where they like jump and they grab the rim or something, and they uh, like they don't grab the rim anyway. They jump and they put the ball directly in the, the yeah. hole, the hoop. Mm -hmm. Oh, but I guess nothing but net would be from afar. Yeah, that's a swish. <laughs> because I am a sports professional. <laughs> the other place I was interviewing at uh -huh. was a sports collectible oh, place, and that would have been you know initially. I <laughs> I know every time I interviewed, like they said, do you like sports? And I would be like, mm -hmm. my dad likes the Mets. And they'd be like, oh, good, good. I like the Mets too. And I'd be like, world championship, right? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> and oh, God, there's no such thing as a world championship in baseball. I actually got corrected on that in an interview. <laughs> oh, there isn't? There isn't. What is there it? is. I think, is it the playoffs? But we're past the playoffs. I don't know. I don't the, know. Mm. I'm so confused. Anyway. Okay, so baseball's still going? Because we are past baseball. Baseball just ended. Okay. No more baseball N ever. No more baseball. Which, I mean, if you were to... I'm going to piss some people off. If you were totally eradicating all sports, I'd be like, cool, great. I mean, okay, baseball can stay, but like... 
I know nothing about it still. Um, uh, we could get rid of soccer and football. I'd be fine. I'm more interested in soccer than anything else. Football, oh, like, yeah. I don't know. Everybody just gets so ex- My thing with sports is everybody gets so excited about them. And I'm like, I just don't get it. Look, I can watch people play their sports, right? Like, I can watch these athletes. And I'm like, wow, that is an impressive, like, display of athleticism. That's truly incredible. So talented. Very impressive. But I don't want to watch them do it eight more times in this game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've seen their trick. I'm bored. Yeah. God, my cousin Jack is very athletic. Uh-huh. I say this because at our family reunion a couple of months ago, we always have a kickball game Mm -hmm. and, you know, everyone's a little drunk while they're playing it. Okay. It used to be for the kids, but we're all grown up now. (laughs) But so like he's, you know, shotgunning beer after beer. (laughs) And so like, but he's also performing these massive feats of athleticism that no one else can compare to. Like he's catching every ball, he's diving across the field. (laughs) But then like he would like, I want to say every 20 minutes or so, he would kind of like retreat to a corner of the field and vomit. It, and then he would chug another beer and then he'd come back and play more and I'd be like I'm terrified I don't like, I know he's he's like 22 or something and I was just like I what like I was that age at some point and I was not that good at anything um I wasn't even half that good yeah no that is some conditioning in both directions like oh yeah no, Jack has been was... hitting that Jack has been you know being 22 and enjoying himself and building the tolerance of like binge drinking and he's also been um following the athleticism so these two things are coming together in one moment for him oh yeah yeah no it was i think we were all just kind of take like awestruck and taken aback like, <laughs> yeah that's Whoa. pretty horrifying i also would I be mean, like dude I- <laughs> jack you can just have the ball okay like clearly yeah like, we, don't, we don't need to play we, we don't need, need to, play. to be killing yourself well, over this and then also like i don't want you coming near me right now your tum-tum doesn't feel good and i don't want to be bothered yeah. on by a 22 year old man okay <laughs> It's going to be a hard pass for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's... Yeah, I realized then, like, oh, God, I haven't, like, done a sport in a a five-year... What am I... And it's hard. (laughs) And one of my favorite things about, like, non-sporty people is we just call it sport. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you got the sport ball. Oh, okay. You kicked the ball. Uh, Because, like, Andrew was in Michigan. The Michigan State U of M game is a big effing deal. Okay. Everyone... Well, most everyone has quite the alliance in this state. Yeah. And so Andrew was like leaving work on last Friday and they're like, uh, I don't know. They said something about the game and Andrew's like, what, what game? And they're like, yeah. oh my God, the game. And Andrew's like, um, is it football right now? Right. <laughs> and, oh, like, no. and like, that's exactly like, cause Andrew told me, I was like, there's a game tonight. Would it be football? Like, I only know because of like, it's fall and football's a thing in the fall. Yeah. Yeah. I love my sport free life. Yeah, me too. I am very fond of not having to talk to people about sports. Yeah. And it's always such a jarring turn of events when it's like, oh, oh, you back sport. here. Okay. Cool, cool. Oh, oh, I forgot you guys existed. <laughs> I know. All right. I think we were at our half hour. I think so too. We gotta. Yeah. Um, so should we say something that's like. Yeah, let's say our outros. Well, we can do an outro, but should we say something like, are we, where are we just going to cut? Are you just going to find like a nice well, place usually, to cut? Usually we just say goodbye. Oh, uh, we can think of an outro. We don't have to be consistent for every episode, I have an I outro think. like I can read it just like oh okay no big deal um yeah I'm just thinking okay. like we're gonna go from like sports to like thank you for joining us for the, this unlicensed <laughs> session uh, <laughs> you know what I mean like it's just gonna be like I a like that. strange moment <laughs> 
Thank you for joining us for the least professional therapy you've ever been to <laughs> and still haven't been to. You're not you're not insured for this. We are not therapists. I want to just make sure everyone knows as if it wasn't clear the whole <laughs> way through. This is yes. Not... Don't take anything we've said as advice or Any... do if you want. But yeah. You didn't hear it from us. Yeah. But like it's not licensed. OK, so please subscribe, share and review this podcast to help us oh, reach. Yeah. New listeners, you can find Kate Pryor on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at by Kate Pryor. Oh no 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 no! Just just Instagram and Twitter. Oh, not on Facebook. <laughs> oh, okay. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Marty the Author, or at my website at www.martyb.com. Have a lovely day. Bye. Bye. I love.